Welcome to Why Is It Important? I'm your host, David Smith. This episode is sponsored by QuickSpace, a SaaS-based interaction and data visualization tool. QuickSpace shows the links between you, your associated organization, and all the related files, messages, notes, events, tasks, and shared workspaces. Individuals can tailor their views to meet their own objectives, workflows, and goals. QuickSpace, see what you want, how you want it. So why is it important that we understand what data visualizations are and what interaction visualizations are? Data visualizations has been around for a long time. You know, I often look back at some books that I saw in my youth, um, one that I had inherited from, matter of fact, my grandparents, which was the Encyclopedia Britannica World Atlas. This book always fascinated me by the fact that on these world atlases, they conveyed a lot of information. So if you went through that book, you would see population growth in the world, education, um, weather patterns, what was generated where in the world. And it was easy for you underst to understand because you could see it right there and you could compare different parts of the world without having to know much about the world. And that's kind of what data visualizations are. They convey information to you in a way that you might not be able to understand otherwise. Kind of a prime example is, you know, if we looked at a world atlas and it listed, oh, temperatures and countries, and it gave me a list of countries, and they could be in alphabetical order, they could be in any number of different types of orders, but I don't know where that country is. I don't know the relationship between one country or another. So what those visualizations are doing and what this you know, World Atlas was doing, which was intriguing to me, was bringing together a lot of dim different dimensions of the data and helping you understand it. So I could see, relatively speaking, what was happening in South America. North America, Europe, Africa, Asia. I, I could discern those and I could see if there's patterns and maybe it, patterns went across boundaries, but it, it allowed me to see a lot more than if it was just a list. And that's kind of what visualizations do. They allow you to see multidimensional data in a way that is understandable. That, that's a powerful tool. And, and part of the reason when we talk about multidimensional data is that something that gets lost on a lot of people, kind of, you know, what we're taught in school is that there's basically X, Y, Z axis, three main dimensions, and that perpendicular um, orientation to one is orthogonality. And orthogonality 
implies that you only intersect at a single point. The problem with that and the problem with that visualization is that you can have many, many dimensions, 10 dimensions that are all orthogonal. So orthogonality isn't really that 90 degree thing that we're taught in school. Orthogonality just means it's a single point of intersection. So the intertwining of all this data is kind of hard for us to imagine sometimes. And that's why we need these tools to help us visualize and potentially make other sense of it. So, you know, how, how is that deployed? I mean, we've all seen pie charts and bar charts and, and you know, even get uh, project management tools or visualizations. Um, th those are all well and good. But the reality of today's environment is that we need more than that. We need to be able to look at it. We need to be able to rotate it. We need to be able to see it from different perspectives. And that's where kind of a lot of the failings come from, let's call it legacy data systems. Legacy data systems had this tendency to band information together. And through this banding, these were aggregations. Could be aggregations for any number of reasons, such as cost of groceries for a household. Well, that might be good at a high level, but a lower level, cost of groceries for a household is not all that informative. Because what is the breakdown of that cost of groceries? And of course, different types of households have different consumption patterns. So as the world fluctuates and markets change and people's desires change, we need to be able to see something more finite than that. So we need to be able to look into that cost of groceries and see is that vegetables, is it processed foods, is it dairy, is it meat, is it, you know, junk food, is it cereals, is it any number of things and kind of how were those purchased? Were they purchased in bulk? Were they and purchased in small individual sizes? And then why, do, why does that become important? And why do we need to see that? Because we can see at that point how people are impacted. For example, let's use Costco as an example. Costco typically exists in affluent areas. So why they exist in affluent areas? Because those people can afford to buy in bulk. And a lot of times you'll find other store owners buying in bulk to sell to people who potentially can't afford to buy in bulk at a marked up price. So when people are buying in smaller quantities, it could be because they don't have the financial resources or there's other impediments to them. Could be transportation, could be any number of things. So, so what we need to 
to achieve in visualizations is see what exactly is happening and then try to figure out why. Because unlike, you know, using statistics, which are correlations, in the real world, we need to get to why. What is the cause and effect? And how do we alter that? And we can only alter that through understanding. So how do we deploy these visualizations? Visualizations, uh, when it comes to your everyday life, a lot of times is I'm dealing in disparate ways with people. How are they interrelated? How did I get a file? Did it come with instructions? What was I supposed to do after those instructions? And how do I know how this all comes together? And how does the other party know when I've done what I'm supposed to do and returned it to them? So in this case, you know, we call this interaction visualizations, which is similar to data visualizations, which has been around for a long time. But interaction visualizations is something fairly new. And the interaction visualizations allow you to see those patterns, allow you to see how you're interacting, and allow you to have kind of more control over that as well as to be able to, for lack of a better term, call it manipulate. By manipulate, I don't mean something um, devious. Manipulate, I mean to uh, use the process to your advantage. And by your advantage means helping you achieve your objectives in a way that you want to achieve your objectives. And that's that's a big part about where I think things need to go is people, I think, will have more satisfaction in their jobs if they get to control part of the process. They feel like they're involved. They feel like it's tailored to their needs because each person in an organization has very unique needs. They also have unique work styles. And one of the things that when we talk about visualizations and data and uh, interaction visualizations is you need to understand that people who have been doing a certain type of task that maybe came out of a certain organization have these methods that they devised, be it systematic on a computer or let's call it gut feeling, uh, intuition, um, when something is not right. So in order them, for them to understand that, you know, it has to be presented in a way that they're used to. And that's why visualizations need to be somewhat unique to the individual. I can't even tell you how many times in deploying enterprise class solutions that I've seen them fail because people have far too much faith that the computer systems are doing what they need to do when they might not be. And it's hard for those individuals to detect because they no longer have their visual clues. They ha no longer have their 
call it rules of thumb. And rules of thumb, if you want to think about it, are visualizations, such as, you know, 20% of these costs or 20% of the cost of this should be allocated to this. And that's a norm. If it's different from that, you start to question it or potentially something is changing within the environment and you want to or need to understand why. And that, that's what visualizations do for you. They help you kind of seek out things that are abnormal or things that are changing. And being able to see those makes you more productive, makes you more intuitive, makes the business more efficient. You know, it, it's just, it works for everybody. So I think there are a lot of good books out there as far as data visualizations and how they can be deployed. I, you know, would always implore people to kind of learn a little bit more about that. You know, you have at the enterprise level, you have companies like Tableau, which was purchased by Salesforce, which is doing a lot of good work in data visualizations. You have Microsoft's business intelligence um, software, which also does some great things. But what they don't do is give you the whole picture of the interactions and data visualization. And as far as we know to date, a company called QuickSpace, which is also the sponsor of this talk, is the only one doing that currently. And we always encourage people to take a look at how that works and potentially how that might or might not benefit the way your organization operates. Thank you for listening to Why Is It Important? Again, I'm your host, David Smith.